a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you on a Monday. I am Boyd Matheson. And uh, stay tuned. Come on up at the top of the hour, the great one, Jeff Kaplan begin to get you home safely on a Monday. And as always, you want to tune in for uh, all things Jeff Kaplan, but especially his My Minute of News. It's uh, one of my favorite parts of every day. It's must listen. It always gets you thinking. Uh, it will at least get you smiling and it will make you smarter by the end. And uh, so make sure you stay in. Uh, Jeff will be here all afternoon uh, getting you home with all the things that you need today. Uh, if you've been following us along through the day today, uh, we've been talking a lot about money issues and spending in our nation's capital that seems to be out of control. And it seems to be the answer to every problem is to spend more money. Uh, we've been uh, kind of doing our own version uh, of a quote from over the weekend, and that is when it comes to spending, uh, the Republicans are just like the Democrats uh, just driving the speed limit. So <laughs> while the Democrats may want to go a little faster and spend a little more, uh, the Republicans are not far behind. Uh, and equally willing, equally willing uh, to spend money that we don't have on things that we're not sure are working. And often what we're doing is we're, we're just throwing money at problems. It seems like a wonderful shortcut. But usually that just leaves everyone kind of stranded, stranded in uh, the mess and the muck of bureaucratic red tape, deficit spending, debt, and government dependence. Uh, there are no shortcuts. Uh, I had a great conversation with a good friend and neighbor of mine who had actually gone out jeeping and uh, had ended up uh, on the Hastings cutoff. <laughs> uh, and, of course, that goes back uh, to uh, Hastings cutoff, the Donner Party. Uh, many of you are familiar with that story. And there's so many great lessons from that story that we can apply to the kind of spending and where we're looking for our solutions when it comes to real issues in our communities and in our country, uh, from the pandemic solutions, law enforcement reform, education, economic development, affordable housing, health care, poverty programs, immigration, air quality, equality of opportunity for all. Uh, we, we have to remember uh, that there are no shortcuts. Uh, the, the world is so obsessed with shortcuts. Uh, it's, it's a crazy obsession. Everywhere you look, there is someone selling or searching for a shortcut always with promises of faster quicker easier way to be healthy and fit and be happy and wealthy and have freedom and prosperity and security and all of those things and usually it comes in the form of a celebrity pitch man or pitch woman uh, some powerful promoters some charismatic maven with some fast acting serum or some kind of huckster with an instant success system and it's for almost every every area of life or business community, there's this promise of a shortcut to success. As we've been talking throughout the program today, the federal government continues to rack up record deficits. Uh, the national debt is uh, nearly $30 trillion. Uh, quick fix social programs, bailouts, uh, executive orders rarely have positive outcomes in the long run. 
And in so many instances, it's just easier to throw money or, as we like to say, a blue ribbon panel or a blue ribbon committee as a shortcut to solve a problem instead of doing the hard work and heavy lifting of leading. We talked about that all day today. Uh, it requires leadership. And so let's go back to the, the cutoff uh, that kind of spawned this whole uh, thinking. Uh, of course, during the Great Western Migration of the 1800s, uh, there were people from around the world, all walks of life. Uh, they walked across the continent. Some in search of freedom, some looking for gold, some just trying to have a little space, a little peace, maybe some opportunity. Uh, but among the many groups uh, that were going through that uh, pioneering dream were the members of the Donner Reed Party. And their goal was to get to California. And so while the wagon company journeyed west, they followed the Oregon Trail. And if they had just stayed on that tested trail, they would have easily made it to California Without problem, without delay, they would have been right on schedule. Uh, instead, a silver-tongued promoter, Lanford W. Hastings, convinced the group that his Hastings cutoff was a shorter, better, easier road to get to their destination. And as in most things in life, <laughs> the offer sounded too good to be true. And is almost always the case, it was too good to be true. So the party, after they left the uh, Proven Trail, they wasted hours and days uh, cutting a path, clearing a path through some uncharted and unforgiving terrain. I mean, they were deep in the axles, uh, stuck on the salt flats, uh, trying to cut their way through some really tough terrain. And before they knew it, they were a month behind schedule. Finally, finally, they made it to the base of the Sierra Nevada mountains. They began their ascent. Uh, trying to beat winter. And then just uh, a day short of the summit, they were caught in an early snowstorm and they would be stranded there in the peaks for the winter. Uh, over half of the Donna Reed party died. And uh, it was only through the heroic efforts of uh, a host of rescuers that others were saved. Uh, some of you may be familiar with the story of one of those survivors. She was 13 years old, Virginia Reed. And not long after she arrived in California, she wrote a letter to her cousin who lived in the Midwest. Uh, in this letter, 13-year-old Virginia Reed told of her, her troubles and the travels and travails and, and all of the problems that she experienced in this just horrific journey. But she closed out her letter with some pretty sage advice. Uh, Virginia Reed, again, 13 years of age. This is some pretty powerful wisdom. She wrote to her cousin, remember, never take no cutoffs and hurry along just as fast as you can. Uh, that is great advice when it comes to our spending, <laughs> whether that is national and federal spending or whether that's state and local spending. Throwing money at the problem is rarely the answer. It looks like a great, a great cutoff, a great way to move faster. Uh, but it, it rarely is. And there are a lot of promoters out there who, uh, like Mr. Hastings, <laughs> call people and governments uh, to take their quick and easy path uh, for a price. Of course, there's always a price. Uh, there are no shortcuts on the trail that leads to lasting freedom, to community prosperity, to the individual pursuit of happiness. There just are no shortcuts. And as a nation and as communities, we 
we must be willing to engage in that hard work and heavy lifting. We have to elevate the dialogue. We have to get to principled public policy. We have to get to cooperative problem solving and shunning the shortcut allure of an easy federal funding fix or some kind of collusion of uh, corporate cronyism, which we see a lot as well. You know, the coronavirus pandemic has exposed uh, a lot of the negative impact of short-sighted shortcuts. Uh, We've seen programs that were designed to be helpful uh, end up being ripe for fraud and abuse because the right safeguards weren't in place or no-bid contracts and lack of transparency. Things being done behind closed doors uh, are still causing us trouble and will continue to be a problem. So, again, throwing money at a problem seems like a wonderful shortcut, uh, but usually it just leaves everyone stranded in the muck, in the mire of bureaucratic red tape, deficit spending, debt, and government pandemic. So from the pandemic solutions to law enforcement, reform, education, economic development, homelessness, and a host of other programs, we all should remember the advice of Virginia Reed. Never take no cutoffs and hurry along just as fast as you can. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that'll make a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.